Can you tell me about your dad? You're awesome. Dada. Dada. Mace, say daddy. 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 The heart. I like how you like cars. What's your favorite thing to do with daddy? When we build snowman together. Ooh. Remember we built one together? I do. With balloons. I like that you always have fun with me. What's something kind of hard about your dad? Getting frustrated. <laughs> when you told me what to do and I don't want to do it. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. I feel like I love you. I love you. Hi, I'm Justin, girl dad of two. And I'm Freddie, boy dad of three. We're two friends on a mission to be the best dads possible. While leaving a record for our kids to know who we are in the season of our lives. Welcome to the Love Dad Podcast. We are back and alone at last. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. We, we love you wives and you will be back. But uh, um, I'm just a little bit insecure that after only one week, their episode is already the number four episode. Oh no. <laughs> from <the> statistics <laughs> of anyone that we have recorded. Oh. People love them so much more than us. And it's very obvious. <laughs> hey, we'll milk that cow. We'll milk that cow. We hope yeah, well, we'll just start titling our episode the wives episode. <laughs> They're like, when, they, when do they show up? <laughs> they, yeah. With with special surprise appearance by, and then just it yeah. doesn't happen. Oh, no, we <laughs> cut that part out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Dude, it has been so long since we've just sat here and been able to see what's been going on. You guys uh, had a great trip, it sounds like. Yes. Dude, it has been so long, and I missed you a ton. I missed this a ton. Uh, so, so yeah, feeling good to be back. Yes, we had a great trip, an amazing trip. 10-year anniversary trip completed. 10-year anniversary does not happen for another couple weeks, but school starts for us here in the next week and a half, I think. So, What, what day uh, of the week is your 10-year on? It's got to be a Friday. It's got to be a Friday. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a Thursday. 13th? Are you sure? No, no, August 10th. Uh-huh. <laughs> August 10th. I'm not cutting that out. I'm just telling it's you next right Thursday. now. <laughs> Don't cut it out. It was in 2013 we got married, so that's that when the 13, 13th. Yeah, because we just had our 10-year anniversary this last weekend, and it was on a Friday, and that's I've, it's it's like the one the first thing we did when we came back from our honeymoon was go to your wedding yeah. and I couldn't remember like we got married on a Sunday I could not remember if you got married on a Saturday or a Sunday but you had the better day of the week um, but we had we both had just great weather it that's was the, the truth it was you were time. also you guys were the very first on the church property. We were uh, the first uh, since the renovations. Like we were the first ones in the barn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did we our first reception two. in the barn, and it was great. Just it following was... you, Justin, the rest yeah. of my life. <laughs> well, little did you know. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. But the trip was great. It was super fun. Got to connect well with Katie. Uh, first trip we've been on like that since our honeymoon, I would say, in terms of just us. More than a weekend, no kids. Um, it was really fun, really cool. 
That's and great. Excited to do uh, as the kids get older, having that be a little easier. You know, it's yeah, a lot sure. to ask grandparents to watch three children for uh, over a week. Eight, it is eight to ten days. Two year old. It is. It was. Uh, yeah, you, you like feel so relieved when you drop them off, and then as you're coming home, you're like, "Oh my gosh, what did they do? What has happened?" I know. I know. Yeah, we've. Um, my mom and dad are great with the girls, uh, but it is. I mean, they've. It's a lot easier when one's like immobile, right? Uh, or there's only one, and, yeah. and that's that's true. But uh, it is definitely like a an all hands on deck scenario with Briar. Um, we were just at my my sister's baby shower. Uh, and it really doesn't matter when when we're at any event. Any event that's not at our house. Our house is fine. Um, but any event that's not at our house is not prepared for Hurricane Briar at all, right? And I don't know if Maze is the same way, but Hurricane Briar is a is a real real phenomenon. And so it's it's literally <laughs> the red just, cross. It's it is. And it's really the combination of uh that she is extraordinarily active, but also very curious and very determined. Like those three things are like the trifecta of, of how'd she get over there and get into that? And where did that come from? And when you're at somebody's home where the things are reachable or you're, you know, out in the yard and there's like Jordan had her at the park the other day and she was just like, well, she's probably going to get sick. She drank out of like six kids' different water bottles because she just went <laughs> no. before I could catch her. She's got them, right? Because she's like, oh, water. That's water. I need that, right? Right. Which is – so it's true. And I think that that's one thing that um, obviously they're, they're ramping up for for our, for our trip coming up, which is, all right, like you got to keep the balance of, you know, this has got to be a fun and enjoyable time, but also – Come to find out this season actually is a little bit of work yeah. right now. <laughs> it's where the parent of grandparent comes in. It's like, all right, like, hey, don't let the first two days be, you know, just cookies and rainbows, la la land, because you will pay. And it was like, you know, is that like what happened? Did... Yeah. I mean, I think, well, a bit. okay, we've got three boys, energetic yeah. boys. And I know you got Hurricane Briar and Red Cross needs to be there and she is uh, a whole thing in of herself. But just But three even boys if, is a different three scenario. of them. Yeah, and Wesley is super helpful. He's oldest and classic, you know, like responsible oldest, wants to help. So he's really probably the least, you know, the least trouble. Right. Brooks, on the other hand, got He's going through this little uh, phase where he's just zoning out. If you if if he's allowed, you will zone out on a show. Doesn't even have to be that yeah. long. But if it is long, he will zone out and he'll just he'll just pee wherever he's at. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no! Wherever he's at, whatever he's doing. And <laughs> that was that was an unexpected. Yeah. Turn. <laughs> by like uh, by like day. Four, I think the grandparents had just, you know, like, that's a lot of energy. And, you know, you kind of forget, like, oh, yeah, they're they're up there, you know? Yeah. Like, they're both and, healthy and active. And also, but Brooks, like, was, Brooks was the original Hurricane Brooks before Hurricane Briar, <laughs> which is true. A little, 
little side little side story about it. I remember being like, oh yeah, we you know, and we've talked about this maybe before, but this is just too you know visceral of a story for me, where <laughs> um, like we had. Layla, who really didn't get into stuff, she didn't get into stuff. Mm-hmm. She played with things and, you know, was around, whatever. But she didn't, like, get into, you know, but she didn't make messes for messes' sake or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So we had our games, all of our board games, down on, like, a reachable level. So we could say, hey, Layla, go grab this board game and bring it over here or whatever. And Brooks comes over. <laughs> and we're like, oh, just let him go play in the bonus room. It'll be fine. Uh, like, no big deal. We walk in there, and I see Brooks literally opening games, grabbing handfuls of the smallest pieces and just throwing them over a mis- over his shoulder. <laughs> just, just handful after handful of these. Just six games worth of, like, Hi-Ho Cherio, the smallest oh, game. Yeah, and I, and I remember. <laughs> you're still picking up cherries. And I remember Katie being like, why do you have all these small pieces? It was like, because we don't have Brooks. I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. Like. He's Layla does not do this. She plays little cherry games. She's like, "What? We have big blocks only. No small pieces. No puzzles. No nothing. Yeah. Because yep. it's all broken. We're missing pieces. We're gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's we put, cars. It's cars and dinosaurs. That's what exactly. we got. <laughs> we put Legos away for a year. Yeah, because Brooks would just. You're right. He would just whatever it was. It's just like, all right, this is going on the floor. And then I'm going to spread it around and then I'm going to throw it around and then I'm going to run around. It's like, it's one of those things that you talk about, Briar, and it makes it so funny because especially when you bring someone over, you bring your kid over to someone's place for like the first time or the first few times mm-hmm. and they get into something, right? Like you're saying, she's curious, she's active, she's moving, she wants oh, yeah. to get into things. And when they start to get into something and the person's like, oh, no, that's okay. You're like, no, 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 no. no, You don't understand. We don't want to set the precedence. But also, do you like that thing? If you like that thing, it's not okay. Or it's just like, hey, we're just going to be like, hey, we brought five toys over and this is what they can play with. It's like, let's just, you don't want to go down this road of like, Oh, that's fine. Because I know you're yeah. just being polite. But it's very nice. You know, like if if Brooks did that at someone else's house who wasn't like one of our best friends, it would yeah, have been exactly. like I would have been picking up cherries for hours. You know, because I'd have felt yeah. so bad. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, you guys, guys got you guys got this. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is, is I don't think it was like this with you guys because, but I like know the world or the the cliche where people are like. Oh, and I judged that parent, right? Yeah. Where it's like, what were you guys doing? Were your kids causing this much of a mess? And it's so funny because I don't think I did that. It was long enough to know that I don't remember. But I, I ever. But it's like if even if I did, it's like I'm doing my best with Bri. I really right. am. But she really is like that curious, and she's in a throwing stage, and she has no words. And so it's like, I don't, I really don't. The best I can do is try to like run preventative defense right like that's like preventative measures only right. we were at a barbecue um at somebody's house and there's like you know people had eaten and like this stuff was still on the tables and things like that and i see briar start to climb up They're like oh that's sweet that she's climbing up and i'm like still having a conversation i'm not even noticing that out of the corner of my eye i'm just grabbing stuff and moving it out of her reach right uh-huh. it's like move the ketchup move that plate take that cup and move it because she's reaching for it grab her hand and remove it from what like it's just like this constant 
yeah. like Jackie Chan, Jet Li moment. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm like you have reached... blocking without blocking without looking. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you just have that's that some, that's black black belt level dad stuff dude but it's all but it's but the thing is if you have a kid like that right that is curious and it's like i'm gonna touch that i'm gonna grab that i'm gonna do it like your your dad sense i i guarantee you you had it with brooks i guarantee it was just like grab it and move it without even looking just grab it and move it just out of reach and like (laughs) uh, it's such a funny thing and it's 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 funny because like brooks obviously does not do that now and so I bet you it was probably pretty hard to imagine in that stage for you. Um, like, Will this ever end? Is, is this ever going to end? Yeah. And it does. Totally. Eventually. Yeah. It Whereas, does. It does end. And people are like, oh, you'll miss this phase. And it's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to miss that one. But, uh, you know, um, Obviously, I loved Brooks as a little kid, and he wasn't always like that. But you get him no. out of you're saying like you get him out of their environment where it's like okay, we can't go just break everyone's stuff, right? Um, we love to be- have we love to have people over because we're just like open the doors, let them go run free. There's nothing she can do. Right. <laughs> like it's all set up. <laughs> this is- Everything that's down, she can have. Yes, right. And like it's all good. Um, yeah. I hope that vase wasn't expensive. You know, like it's like it's it's that kind of conversation when you go to other places. Yeah, um, dude, Maze is thing, getting into uh, that similar age, so he's two, is he? a little over two. But he is not a mess maker. But he is by far the most advanced kid at this age that we've had. So in terms interesting. Of what he wants, how he can communicate it, and. Like, you know our uh, like uh, power wheel. Yeah, Maze yeah. is obsessed I, with the power wheel. And you showed and, me a video of him driving it. Yeah, so like, he like was obsessed well. with getting driven in it, and then he was obsessed with just driving it, which he would just push the gas and wherever he'd go, he'd go and then run into something and then freak out. Yep. And now he is like driving it around expert he does like all these loops around the yard first thing in the That's... morning wants a snack and he goes drive 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 <laughs> and you just walk him over and he drives it for like probably two hours a day total is it supercharged still do you have it all supercharged yeah it's on the milwaukee batteries uh-huh. uh, which is great because i have like five or six of them so it's like there's always one charged and he just he knows where the batteries are and he's like takes me over to him and do you burn uh, them out do you burn out the uh, fuses or anything else that's in the do you have to like replace stuff for that uh-uh Dude, I do it like janky style too. I cut the wires, I wire them to another wire, and then I. And then attach them to the terminal. And then I just flatten that wire down and solid wire, and then just slide one in. I've got them labeled negative terminal, positive terminal, and they just stay there the whole time. You really, you really have embraced your southern, southern roots now, I think, is what's (laughs) going on. I had those up, I had those up there in, uh, you had them in Idaho too. Yuppieville. Yeah, that's where they really come from. A Yuppieville. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it it is interesting because it's I don't know. There's a plus side and a downside. Where you're like, is this ever end or or what's that look like? But there's also things 
that you look back and you're like, oh, dang, that's gone and it's never yeah. coming back. And so I was curious. That was one thing I was curious about because it's something I'm thinking about. Uh, Briar has a couple of things that she doesn't say anymore already um, mm. that are sad. Um, is there anything that the kids have been doing lately that you're like, oh, crap, you grew out of whatever? Yeah. What I've noticed, and it's one of those things where it's like an inconvenience, but I've noticed it now. And it, I actually noticed it more with Brooks than Wesley is clothes dressing themselves and like pajamas. It's like we say, boys, time for bed, go put your pajamas on. And they do it. And there's no like, here's your pajamas and here's your, you know, what you need. And they like do their whole routine without any, without, you know, I'm not dressing them for bed and I'm not brushing. Well, we do a secondary brush on Brooksy. But, like, Wesley does a really good job brushing his teeth. And, um, yeah, so that's, like, that's, like, a weird thing where it's, like, oh, wow, they, like, get up and they, and it's not that I, like, miss it. I mean, I guess I, I don't know if I miss it, but it's, it's what I've noticed is something where it's, like, oh, they don't need, they don't need me for this anymore. They don't need us for this anymore. So Briar is our last, and so there's a lot of stuff with her where I'm like, so when Layla like grows out of a stage, I'm like, maybe we can string this out with Bri, right? <laughs> you know, and but with with Briar as she, and one of some of my favorite things are the things that say they say wrong, mm-hmm. right? So Briar will add a, a great example of this right now is is she's in the two year old animal noise stage where it's like. She'll do them on. And they're all bad. Her enunciation compared to Layla's, she doesn't care to try. So which is which is totally fine. Uh, she also climbs, jumps, and runs way better than Layla ever did at this age. Way, like hand like head and shoulders above. Wow. Um completely different. But um Donkey, the sound a donkey makes, she for her whole ever since she learned it, she said, Ha he. Ha he. Okay. It was just hilarious. Yeah. And recently, I we were just kind of distracting her, and I said, oh, "What sound does a donkey make?" And she goes, "Hee haw!" And I like teared up a little bit. I'm like, "No, it's yeah. ha hee. It's ha hee. It's still you can't say hee haw. I don't care if it's right. No, yeah. it's ha hee. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so there's there's definitely some things, some things like that. You're right though. Like this tonight, we got home. Uh, I was helping my dad with something tonight, and we got home and. I told Layla I needed her to be my helper and you know brush her teeth, whatever. And she just like changed into. So we've been doing. She's like, I wanted a little bit more time tomorrow morning, so I changed into the clothes I need to wear for camp tomorrow, and I'm just going to bed in those. And I was like, hold on, by yourself, <laughs> without my asking, and it was like kind of nice, but also at the same time, there's a little bit of misconnection time of being there, being like, here you go, sweetheart. Right. Yeah, arms up or whatever. Like that's just like, what am I gonna say? Hey, arms up again. You know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's funny. You said that how they say things too. Wesley said uh, Lamborghini. Yeah. Lamborghini. Uh, And he said Biyoshi for Yoshi. I don't know why he added a B. So good. Biyoshi and uh, what was the other one? Biyoshi and Boigi. 
yeah. for Luigi. And That's so great. Brooks learned it that way. So Brooks says Boigi and Bioshi. But yeah. now Wesley says everything right because he's seven, old and eight. smart now. And yeah, so. seven. He's seven. He's turning yeah. eight? He's turning eight, dude. That's not that far away, my dude. Yeah, like a few months. Yeah, it's not November. okay. Uh, what else has been going on with the boys? Anything else I've been missing? Because it's been like, I mean, you couldn't tell with from our constant <laughs> uploads. But That's it's right. been like it's been like probably four weeks since I talked to you, just you and me. Yeah, probably about a month. Yeah. Yeah, man, the boys are doing good. Summer's been rolling by, starting to get to the point where it's like, it'll be both boys in school all day, trying to get geared up for that. But yeah, I've had some really, really sweet moments with Wesley this summer. Mm. And recently, maybe in the past month, um, he's just been like wanting to go with me everywhere. Uh, Working, inspecting homes, things like that. It's been really fun. That's awesome. Um, we've both started to learn how to bass fish, which is way different than fishing in a creek or a river, which is what I grew up doing. What is it? And it is really fun. It's super nice. fun. We took some. We took a buddy's canoe out the other night, or a couple nights in a row. Then in the morning, like we got kind of obsessed with it. Um, did, we, did you did did you go fishing or did you go catching? We went catching, dude. All right. Yeah, and it is. It's fun. I almost tipped a canoe, which All was right. uh, hilarious and also terrifying because I had my phone in my lap and I didn't even think of, <laughs> like, oh, canoes are tippy. But I was like, we'll be fine. And um, yeah, it's like the water's not deep, and Wesley can swim, and he had a life jacket on, so it's not. I wasn't worried about anything like that. No, you're worried about your cell phone. My cell phone. <laughs> I know. I didn't want to say that statement and then have everyone think like, "Oh my gosh, he was worried about his phone and I was kid drowning." No, he was in a life it's jacket. It's very relatable. He can swim. Which... I'm pretty sure it's only like five feet deep, so he could probably stand up. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> dude, and then this story happened. I want to know what's going on with the kids. But this was so funny, and I had to tell you. So the other night, Katie's gone. I'm putting the boys to bed, and we're just sitting there talking, all of us, and telling the boys how much I love them and how much I've been uh, praying for them. And just um, when Wesley was first born, before he was first born, Katie was pregnant. And all I prayed about was like, hey, like, I just want one boy. You know, just make, let the first one be a boy, and then the rest of the kids we have, I don't care. I just want to make sure I have one boy. Yeah. Yeah. So I prayed for a boy. Boy, 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 very tall boy. That's what I prayed. <laughs> I remember and that. I was like, and I was like, we got a boy. And then Brooke, mom got pregnant again with you, Brooks, and we didn't know if you were a boy or a girl. So we prayed. Um, and I was like, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure I was like, you know what? It'd be really fun to have another boy. So I prayed, boy, 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 very tall boy. Got another boy. And then Maze came along, and we actually wanted to have a girl. So we prayed for girl, 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 very tall girl. And then Maze came out a boy. You know, Maze was born a boy. And Wesley goes, wait a minute. We don't know if Maze is a boy. <laughs> and I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what? So I, just, I go into like full like panic, panic. parent mode in terms <laughs> of like, what, what have you heard? And who's told you <laughs> these things? And I was like, no. Like, we know he's a boy. And he's like, well, he's got like really 
girly, pretty eyes. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, that's not what makes you a boy or a girl. Like, you've got really pretty eyes. He's got the same eyes as you do. And then he kind of smiled and I was like, we know he's a boy because he has a penis. And then <laughs> I said, we know you're a boy because you have a penis. And we know Brooks is a boy because he has a penis. And we know Daddy's a boy because he has a penis. And then Brooks goes, and mom's got a penis. <laughs> and I just like went into this full blown like laugh attack panic mode. Like, how do I handle this? She's not here. And I was just dying laughing. I ended up calling and telling your wife about it because it made me laugh so hard. Oh, it's so uh, funny. Of everything that was going on. But that was like the funniest thing that has happened with the boys. Didn't you? Sorry. You're, I know that. That is not how the story went down. That is not what you told my wife. Okay, so then, <laughs> so then Brooks goes, uh, no, then Wesley goes. Well, what does Mama have? And I said, My Mama has a vagina. And then he uh-huh. says, What's that? And then I said, It's a girl private part. And then he goes, <laughs> What's it look like? And then. Oh my gosh. He says, what's it look like? And I just say it. It just comes out of my mouth. And I'm so sorry for everybody. You don't have to listen to this. This is just what I said to him in the moment. He's also five and it's he's, like his bedtime. Brooks is five. Like, what are you doing? seven. I said, oh my gosh. I said, it looks like a taco. <laughs> he says, it's... And- Wesley immediately goes, it's the size of a taco? (laughs) (laughs) And then he follows it up with, well, that makes sense because a penis looks like a burrito. And that was the end of the conversation. The best part about it, first of all, it's just joy to my life because this is like unexpected, unprepared conversation. I'm not ready for this. Oh my gosh. Exactly. However, kind of my favorite part about it is that you called my phone and then you're like, I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to Jordan. <laughs> it's like, you have her number. Like, call her. Um, but you called me and you're like, I need to talk to Jordan. I think I, said, I did call her. You did? Okay. Well, you called me think, second then yes. because you probably missed her. You're like, I need to talk to Jordan. I said, okay. <laughs> I hand you over and I hear her being like, Freddie, she starts shaming him. That is not. How could you? What do you think? Like she's like she's dying laughing, but she is just blaming and shaming you so bad because oh it's like, goodness. like that is you know what they look like. You can't say it looks like that's not. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean this is a whole different podcast about all these different things. But so I needed to tell a woman, and I couldn't get a hold of my wife. She was like coaching or playing volleyball or something. But I was like, I gotta tell a lady about this because. They're gonna think it's I need, they, I need you to hear how ridiculous I sounded. She, she oh laughed. She, we, we laughed about it for a long time. That was, that was a really funny one. Gosh, I, the story doesn't get worse. It gets better over time. I tell you right now. I haven't followed uh, up with them either on it. Oh, I, no, they're I, fine. You'll have time. Should. Eventually, with Wesley, I should. But. Yeah, you probably should, but you have time. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah, so funny. That's so funny. Um, I have not been talking about that with the girls. Yeah. How are the girls doing? They're doing good. They're doing good. 
Um, it's been, like you said, summer, full swing, all that jazz. Um, Layla, the big thing is, I mean, Briar is really starting to um, kind of figure things out for herself a little bit more. Like, she's helping with some things, and she's starting to play with more stuff instead of just, you know, she's like playing with, like, Play-Doh and... Jordan had all the different colors out together and she would say a color and Briar would slap it that the right color more often than not, which is huge. Um, So there's some really fun stuff there, but also um, like, I don't know. She's just been like really talkative and engaged, right? Her favorite thing to do is to like call somebody's name that she wants to get their attention and then point something out. So data airplane, Dada, bunny, dada, and, and you have to respond or else she will just dada, Keep airplane, going. dada, airplane, dada, airplane. <laughs> and then eventually she'll just say it louder and louder. And it's like, yeah, airplane. And she goes, uh-huh. And she just walks away. <laughs> she just like toddles Dude, off. And it's like, so, so she's kind of in that stage. And it's it's really fun because she wants to engage with us and has found some ways that she can. So that's really fun. Layla, man, I'm telling you. Uh, so she's like been really doing some art stuff. That's really fun. Um, so she, Jordan found this place in Edenclaw where this lady has a farm and you know, has cows and animals and stuff on it, but she's an artist. So she has all these different art things and she'll do like little art classes for like 50 bucks for two hours, but it includes materials and everything. So it's not exorbitant. And Layla goes down there, and on her first, like, she got so hyper-focused on it. This lady was like, oh, yeah, kids don't usually finish more than, like, a couple things. And she did, like, four clay sculptures and a painting and a glass-melting thing and all this stuff. And she's been back, like, three times now so that she can do, um, you know, she glazed it. And she and she's just loves it right now. Wow. And is being super creative. And it's just been really fun to see that side of her blossom yeah. in that way. She's doing doing some really fun stuff. Um, you know what I that, think man. you need to commission her on? Mm. Making us a love dad pod banner? Cover, cover art. Cover art? Ah. We'll put it on t-shirts. We'll sell millions. We'll sell millions. We'll sell at least ten. At um, least six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's me um, and you. Yeah, I'll Justin. buy I'll buy two, so there's three. It's <laughs> <laughs> me, you, our wives, and and Matt and Red. <laughs> there you go. Um yeah, it's true. Uh here your story reminds me of a couple of things. I know we've been talking for a minute here, but um there's some some stuff I've been thinking about, uh and I wanna talk to you about it for a little bit. And we can talk all day about our kids and families and how things going, but I feel like we haven't done anything topical in really a haven't. while. <laughs> in a while. And so um, one thing I've been thinking about lately is uh, dad advice. Um, you and I, we were trying to figure out like a Father's Day topic to do before we decided to chat with Matt for a while. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard. And the only thing we could find was just like, lists of dad jokes and good and bad like cliche dad advice that was it um but it got me thinking about stuff and 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 thinking about 
I don't know, kind of some things that we've told or heard or read that is like, yeah, I'm taking that with me or, uh, no, I am not, we're not going there and not, not taking that with us for that. And so that was my question for you is what is one piece of really good take with you dad advice that you, uh, that you have had from somewhere in your sphere, whether it's a book you've read, something you've listened to, or something that somebody's told you. Wow. Hmm. Let's see here. I'm going to think about this for a minute. It's a great question. It's also one of those things where, um, kind of just like getting married. I was, we actually, Katie and I on our, wedding or our reception or something like that we had this like write down your predictions of us in 10 years and then write down advice for us over 10 years or something like that so we had we got to open those and read them some of them were pretty funny some of them were like really close except one of them was really close it was from this really elderly woman from our church she's actually passed away now uh uh church that i grew up in and she said, you're going to have three kids and, oh, wait, what did she say? Uh, I think it was like really close. She's like, you're going to have three kids, work in ministry, and live overseas. It was like almost everything except for overseas. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty fun. Uh, but anyway, a couple of those things that I like, gave advice and it was like, oh, yeah, this is good marriage advice or something that we've really taken, you know. And was worked well for us. And then I was, as you asked me that, I'm thinking like, what is some like dad advice that I got? Um, and I'm thinking like pretty generically, um, you know, like it's going to go by fast sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the best dad advice I've gotten actually came from a conversation with my sister. Uh, she, her oldest actually is, I think, 11 years old now. So she's been a parent for a little bit longer than me. Uh, not dad advice, but maybe just general parent advice. And she was like, basically just in passing, we were talking, reminiscing about our childhood. And she was like, you know, it's, it's like the little things that we remember, you know. And we've talked about this before, too. It's like, it's literally like the drives in the car or the route we took every day to school for you know four years and the the paper route we did together that our mom drove us on and we stopped at the same little corner store and got laffy taffy or whatever it is things like that yeah where it's like yeah there was like big things that our parents probably thought wow this is going to be a formative fun moment for the whole family and i think collectively it all was you know like we did a lot of camping and i think about that as like a we did a lot of camping as a family, you know? Yeah. But there's not, like, there's a handful of specific memories. But in terms of how much we did it, you know, it's just like, I really love camping in the outdoors. Uh, but, in, yeah, m- maybe more impactful moments was just, like, the mundane, everyday routine that we got to found joy in. Yeah, you know different moments. Yeah, and there was a lot of hard stuff too. Of course, that's ups and downs every time. Um, 
Yeah, for us, we uh, it's it's sim- like that. That is true. Some of the things is like we were talking about. Um, Jordan and I were talking on the way up to our. Uh, we we were just out for an, uh, out of town for a night for our anniversary, and we were talking about um, foods, foods that we like that were like staples that we ate in our family. Like, what was it? Like, what did we do? And and a, it's a, incredible how many fond memories come out when you're talking about the food like you don't talk about i don't know whatever the your least favorite thing was maybe one if it was real bad and you had it all the time but for the most part like for us it was like hoagie rolls that we made pizzas on and and we like broiled in the oven right it was it was a homemade homemade mac and cheese with homemade barbecue sauce it was pork chops and applesauce because my dad would always um uh, quote the Brady Bunch and say pork chops and apple shosh. and it's like it's like a thing that would happen all the time and so it's I don't know it's those types of moments you're right that are like yeah we have some big memories and you know it was a trip there a camping trip there or a event life event that happened here certainly uh, yeah. but like those little moments are huge yeah in the yeah, I just, I, I like I've, t- I said this before, but I hope our kids remember. Oh yeah, we sat down at the table like right. every night. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like yeah, I remember standing up around the bar as a family and passing and doing that kind of stuff. Like we ate standing up, and so that's that's certainly true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was one other that came to mind, and then I want to hear yours. And this one maybe is specific to dads and specific to dads raising sons, though I don't think it's exclusive and you can correct me on this one. But uh, I heard somebody talking about, and I can't remember exactly who it is. Um, Anyway, they were basically talking about raising boys and how a huge part of raising, especially like after puberty, teenage boys, is basically just reflecting of being the very best version of you as a man you can be, you know, like mm-hmm. every area. Cause they're just watching that so closely in terms yeah. of like, what is it? Um, yeah. And they're looking for that everywhere, right? Peers, other people and online now, I guess. Yeah, um, and so it, he basically put it as the best you can the best way to parent a teenage boy is to be the best version of yourself, which is like, well, that's you know, <laughs> that's kind of it makes so much sense, but it's it it, it becomes a lot of uh, yeah basically you they're going to pick up on anything you're bsing about and they're going to see oh does dad work hard does dad prioritize right. the right things does dad wake up early does he stay up late does he finish the job does he do things the right way the first time until it's done you know does he treat his wife well does he you know it's like does gosh, he have a good attitude does he have a good <laughs> attitude is he filled with joy is he excited to go help is he giving of his time and money and efforts is he thinking of others? Is he, 
you know, all these things that we say, like, oh, is is dad curious? You know, the things that we said at the, you know, like how we want our kids to, is dad strong? Um, does he stand up for things he believes in? Does he have a backbone? Does he not put up with it? So it's yeah. like this giant list of like, all right. And I don't that's think that's list. exclusive to um, raising sons, but I do think in terms of what, like we've always talked about, you're setting the example, right? Like Layla Breyer, this is, this is the standard, you know? Right. And, and in that same, in that same sense, that actually is a good segue to the first one that I was thinking of. And it's, um, it's actually one that I've co-opted from uh, premarital counseling a little bit. Um, so when we were getting premarital counseling, it's a very standard thing that our pastor says. I know that it's one that he says in every one um, because he's used it in sermons and all sorts of stuff. I probably heard it a lot. But he looks at me and he says love and he looks at Jordan and he says love. And then he looks at Jordan and he says submit. And he looks at me and he says submit. And then he looks at us and he says apologize, apologize. And then he looked me in the eyes and he pointed at me and he said, you start. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it was just a really good advice is like, it's, it's my job. It's my job as the leader of our household, as the husband, as the father to start. Mm-hmm. It means I apologize first because I probably screwed something up. I probably <laughs> did somewhere in the yep. line, somewhere in the, in the whole thing. I sinned. I screwed up. I dropped the ball. I raised my voice. I got frustrated. I, whatever, whatever I did, I could have handled it better. I could have started earlier. I could have, whatever the thing is. So it has been my, I'd love to say practice. It has been something I have consistently tried to do. And I wish it would be more of a practice. It's kind of fallen off a little bit. Uh, with kids, it's harder. With wife, it's easier for some reason um, to go in and apologize first. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm sorry that got out of hand. I'm really sorry you're upset. I'm really sorry that, that this feels this way and that you are upset with me and that you think that I, you know, that you feel this way about me. Even yeah. if I have none, no wrongdoing and I did it perfectly, like... 99 times out of 100, she's upset with me for something because that's kid emotions. She mm-hmm. She's looking at me and she's mad. She is Layla, correct? Uh, both, either. I'm, I'm trying to do it with Briar too. But yes, okay. Layla is the words. But like, Briar, I've been trying to start it earlier where I am like narrating. And yes, I recognize you. And I'm sorry that, that you're frustrated with dad. And, and, you know, things like that. I'm trying to do that. And just modeling like coming to the table with open arms and open hands, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to to my daughters. Because it is it was really good advice in my marriage. And I'm finding it is just good leadership advice in general. And when you are dad, you are the leader of your children. And it's like, what kind of leader would I want to follow? Right. Well, all the things you said, right? Yeah. Does do they do all those things? But most important to me, of of any of them outside of, you know, do they submit to Jesus? Like that'd be number one. But outside of all of those other things, would be, are they humble enough 
to recognize when they're wrong and come to the table to repair whatever relationship was damaged because they were wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's like the most important thing to me in a leader of any kind. Um, uh, And so it's like, okay, well, I care about it at work. I care about it in my marriage. It's really good advice for my parenting, I think. Yeah, dude, I love that. I love that. And it is like, okay, the humility to start and uh, also the recognition of your responsibility in this relationship, which is to mend it, to heal it, to, you know, um, take what's broken and help it grow stronger, you know? Right. Um, And when that's done well, it is really cool. And I love that you brought up Ken, that's the pastor who told us that because his he's famous for this one, what you just said. Mm-hmm. You start. Yep. He did you a sermon. Start. He did a sermon where he, him and his wife got in a fight and he's like talking about it and just he's doing such a good job of just being like, and this is how I'm feeling and I'm doing the dishes all mad and angry and upset, frustrated, and she's, you know, pouting upstairs or stomping around and she just comes down and she looks at me and she just goes, you start. And it is like, it was (laughs) such a good sermon and it was so fun and vulnerable for him to share that. But it is like, gosh, dang it. I wish you did not say that because now Katie is like, "Uh, you start. Well, she hasn't done it in a while, uh, but she used to bust it out quite a bit and I needed it. I still need it, but you're so right. It's, it's a fantastic piece of advice. I mean, when I'm talking about good and bad advice, like there are some things where I can just like almost still hear it, you know, every once in a while you could, you could just like, it's such a deep memory of either positive or negative that I can just hear it still. And that's one of them. You start is one of the ones that in my mind is still one that I hear. And every time it makes me, look at myself a little bit harder and be like okay i could start a little more mm-hmm. <laughs> you know almost like in some area i could start a little more yeah so uh that's that true so good uh on the other side, bad advice on the yeah. other side of the coin i <laughs> still i also have things that have been said to me that or that I have read or heard. There's a couple one. I was reading one to you earlier for me as a dad of daughters that I'll that I'll share here in a second that I think is bad advice for me. Uh, and maybe it's fine for some men, but I think it's a cop out, which is why I'm gonna share it. Um but the first one the the um the first piece of not fantastic advice um was uh, to to like, how do I? It's the way that it was said. It it was just not. It does not sit well with me for how I want to uh, participate with with my girls. Which is, oh, if they're throwing a fit or doing the thing, completely ignore them, and just let them do their thing, and all they want is your attention. Like that's a bad thing, and and that's how you get tantrums to stop. That was like I've heard I've heard that from a number of sources. Yeah. Um. 
I don't, I'm not going to say any advice is bad because maybe that's fine. I, I'm not an expert. What I can tell you is when my girls are off their rockers, <laughs> um, what they crave is my love and their mom or their dad's love, support, and attention. And I have two choices of which to do that. I can train them to crave it more by ignoring them uh, or finding other ways to get it by ignoring them and being distant. Or I can run to the pain a little bit and get down on their level and give them a hug and just... It's one thing we've been learning, Jordan and I have been learning. It's, it is hard to do. It's easy to say, I'm extraordinarily frustrated right now. I need you to go to your room and I need a few minutes. I'm not even saying that's bad. Yeah. Right? Like I need it. Sometimes I still do it right now. But when I have the capacity, and Jordan reminds me of this often right now, which is just set a five-minute timer. I know you're pissed. Go set a five-minute timer and go snuggle your daughter for five minutes and just take some deep breaths and she'll start following you. And it's like... Fine. <laughs> so I go in there and I do it. And freaking every time, I'm calmer. She's calmer. It's sweet time together. It's yeah. Freaking worst. <laughs> because she's right every time. And it's the stuff we've been learning. But it's still like, it just put into context that, that like, ignore it and it will go away kind of advice is, is one for me. That did not sit well. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's really cool about that and... Yeah, thanks for sharing. I think what's really cool about that is the fact that advice is, I think what you're saying, yeah, I think there is just advice, whether it's good or bad, is have you tried it? And have you, like, sometimes it's like, all right, you got to faithfully try it. You know, when parents, uh, outside of attitude stuff. What? <laughs> when they say I tried that once? Yeah. Yeah, we when did you that talk once. about like attitude things, it's a whole different ballgame. When you're talking about like young infant stuff where it's like, okay, like your baby has to sleep. And yeah, I don't care if it's with you or what. It's just like your baby's got to sleep a lot. Like a lot, a lot. And yep. Dude, sleep training is, can do is whatever. exactly the right thing to say. There are some things that are just advice because, yeah, whatever who the heck it knows. Is, yeah, if they got it, totally. And so I think what's really cool about that is it's like, yeah, you got this advice, you tried it, and you listened to your dad's spidey senses, your parenting things that were like, this is not either who I am or who my kids are or what they need, and there's a better more healthy way for us to deal with this and then it's like okay i don't think that that means it's just bad advice it's just not good advice for you guys you know right there is definitely bad advice out there oh there there definitely definitely is bad advice out there um but i think that more often than not to your point it's like i don't like that for my family or my girls mm-hmm. it is not the way that i operate yeah um or want to operate or feel called to operate maybe in some sense of the word right so yeah that's true do you have any before i i hit my last one uh bad advice um bad advice i think it's bad advice i think 
telling kids to be careful is bad advice. Uh, I know you always you 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 did this to me one time, and I was like, "Shut up!" You, <laughs> I said, "Hey, hey, sweetheart, be careful," and you say. You said, don't be careful, be competent. That's <laughs> I was right. Like, I was like, whatever. <laughs> I'm like so tight. sorry I tried to she's like, you she's like, she's like tight. So she's like tightrope walking over there, this thing, and she's going to crack her head open. Oh, you be so competent. I did that. <laughs> it's oh really not. Gosh, it really if it was to anybody else, it would be, but with me, yeah. it's like, whatever. <laughs> You're right. I don't think I'd do that to anybody else. Um, and I don't mean a ridiculous level of like, let's let them get hurt badly. But um, the other day, Maze was standing up in the cart, like out of the little seat in the front. And I was like, dude, buddy, you're going to hurt yourself. Like you're going to dive, take a nosedive off of this thing and you're going to hurt yourself like real bad and he's he like understands that sort of thing so i just like sat him back down i was like you're good here you know and then he just stood back up again and i was like i don't know i'm just gonna see how this plays out like we were on like it was it wasn't like concrete so people can not freak out or whatever but a lady like walked by an old an older gal and was like oh dear oh oh dear oh dear and she was like looking at me and looking at him and looking at me and looking at him like, what are you going to do here? And I was like, he's all right. You know, like <laughs> we weren't moving anywhere. Not like he was having to balance a ton, but he had to balance quite a bit and like the strength and the dexterity to get all the way up. I don't know. It could be horrible things, but in my mind, the idea of like, I don't know. I think the bad advice is to protect at least my kids from things that could hurt them yeah. but not seriously injure them I don't think I'm psychotic alright no you're not I've been I've been taking that advice a little bit more which is not in my nature as an anxious person um, as somebody who identifies as an anxious person I, uh, <laughs> I can say it is not in my nature um, the but I have been like, all right, because with Bri- I mean, like, it kind of depends on the kid. With Layla, I didn't really have to practice that because she yeah. wasn't very adventurous. Mm-hmm. Briar is; she's already climbing up the two-story place set or whatever the the eight-foot-tall play set. She's already up there, yeah, um, and going down the slide by herself. Like, there's a couple different things where it's like, okay, there's a danger zone here. Like, we put up a couple of extra slats to make it harder for her to fall off but it's like so she can climb up the ladder now right okay dude that's amazing she'll fall on the pea gravel yeah it's fine yeah um and so there's there's definitely i've been trying to take that advice a little bit more especially with briar because real i mean with both really but with briar especially it's like no yet she's good like going down the stairs in my parents house like there's two right. two stone steps that lead down to, and if she eats it, it'll hurt for sure. Yeah, but I'm like, okay, she's learned to be cautious, you know, or competent, depending on who you ask, <laughs> to go down those to go down those stairs and not to sprint. But but my mom doesn't know that right yet. I mean, it, not that she doesn't know that, but um, it's kind of hard to 
hard to watch the grandkids sprint toward the edge of a stair and not know if they're going to stop. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, sometimes she might not stop. Mm-hmm. And so there are times to be conscientious of that and save them from a concussion, certainly. But, like, I don't know. It's 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 definitely an, an evolving thing because there's definitely times where I'm like, nope, get down yeah. from there. And then there's and then there's other times where I'm like, okay, so you got yourself up there. Are you gonna jump down? Like, how are you? Like, where are you gonna? How are you gonna get here? Yeah, so. and don't yeah, don't get me wrong. I there's boundaries, and our kids don't just like play with fire. Um, uh huh. But that is something like literally fire. We had a fire the other day, and. It was, well, this was a while ago. And it was like, yeah, it's hot. You see how hot it is? Like, we're not going to get closer. You're going to, you're going to burn yourself, you know? Right. But it was like, when West, with Wesley, I was like, take one step closer, you know, because he got really close. I was like, you feel how hot that is? And he was, you know, still a few feet away. I was just like, take one step closer. He's like, oh, wow, it's like really hot. And it's like, yeah, like, if the wind changes direction, which it could really quickly, that's really hot to like second degree burn hot. So yeah. when you're around fires, you are aware of how far away you are from them and not being silly about them. You know, when you got to get up and walk outside the circle, you go on the outside of the chairs, not through the fire pit, <laughs> things like that. Um, All Maze the other day, moments. you said that about a slide. Maze the other day, water wings, community pool, twirly slide straight into the pool. First thing, water wings up, not even been in the pool yet, just runs over to the slide, up the slide, and just face first, like arms going. goes down. Just goes (laughs) down. And, you know, like shoots out the end pretty good. And it's just like as happy as can be. Hops out and just does it again. And it is... He, you know, with his water wings on, he's not going to drown. Like, he's really confident in the water. All my boys. And you are really like this, too, about water. It's like, hey. Oh, yeah. The le- the best thing you can do is drown-proof your children so you're not having to worry about them drowning. In You've got it. Multiple bodies of water. And that is my idea of, like, competence. So it's like, okay. Yeah. They're getting I, there. I, it's getting there. That's awesome. Uh, okay, so my last piece of this is from a book I was telling you I was flipping through dad books. I have this I have this book that um, is a dads and daughters like ideas book. I won't say who it is because there's some there's some good stuff in here. It's not that there's not, but it's like you know a lot a lot of little ideas of things you can do, and some of them are good, and some of them are not so good. And the one that struck out to me as not so good, I'm going to summarize it, which is basically don't, I mean, as much as you can defer talking to your daughter about girl stuff, the better, uh, <laughs> the, you know, puberty, menstruation, facial hair, body hair, acne, body odor, cramps, PMS, bras, feminine hygiene products, gynecological exams, her first crush, her first kiss, her first broken heart. And it's like saying, like, oh, this stuff could come up, but it's okay to be like, I think your mom might have a little bit more wisdom in that area. 
I don't even necessarily disagree with that that statement. That's that's fine. The thing, and this is this is full circle to your taco story, uh, which is which is, um, it's like here's the thing. I have daughters, and as a dad to only daughters, and likely the only two daughters that I will have, if they come to me with trust and openness to want to talk to me about something. I'm going to participate in that conversation. I may do more listening than talking, which is one of the advices in that thing. Um, is, is like, do your best, just listen and be compassionate. Great. I think that's not bad advice. Right. But also, if you're coming to dad because you want something from dad, like the the thing that I think is not great advice out of that is it seems like it's from a position of, fear and an and uncomfortability right yeah. instead of my daughter needs something from me it's like hey here's the deal guess what dad you have google how's the gynecological exam work no freaking clue can i google it and find out absolutely if mom's not around and and she doesn't go to mom or she comes to me and wants to know what it is because what i don't know fine we yeah. will figure this thing out together um, and I think that that is something that I've been thinking about where it's like, you know what, dad, <laughs> what I'm doing, it's what the, this almost seems like an excuse to not have to figure, you know, other things, you got to figure these things out. You got to problem solve. You got to, you know, finish what you start, all those things you were saying, but in this area, eh, just yeah, don't worry about yeah. it. Let you just don't the worry hook. about it. Yeah. I'm yeah. So that was the last little piece of like not great advice when I was reading it. And for me, I will say for me, yeah. for me, I would, I, I feel strongly for me that if my daughters are coming to me for support, then I should be giving them support. If they're coming for me to me to figure something out, even if it's a topic that I am personally not very well versed in or uncomfortable with, she wants to talk to me about her first crush. It's like, hey, that's going to make me extraordinarily uncomfortable. Whichever daughter was that. BTW. There's, there's, Jordan was telling me that there's this boy from her mom's and tots group that she was like enamored with this last year. And I was like, who's this kid? What is he doing? Oh, <laughs> Sounds like a punk. I don't like punks. Yeah. <laughs> uh so it's it's a whole it's a whole process. Oh. But yeah, I mean really at the end of the day like I I don't personally want any excuses to shy away from uncomfortable conversations with my daughters. Yeah. Just because they're female and I am not. You know what right. I mean? And so yeah. That's something that I've been thinking about. And I don't think that you, one thing I will give you credit for, even though I think your explanation was bogus, I, I do think that the thing that you get a lot of credit for is engaging in, in a very <laughs> kind of uncomfortable and unprepared conversation with your boys. Uh, that, is a, that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And so it kudos to you. Uh, it wasn't uncomfortable. Uh, but definitely unprepared and definitely a good start of like, okay, like this is a good question that a young boy's going to have and 
how am I best going to answer this? And it brought up a lot of things, which to your credit, I think, and to you and Jordan, is like that whole list of things that came up. I was like, oh, you're not, they're not going to be asking you about this. They might be asking follow up questions that you guys have already talked to them about because you guys are really intentional about being like, let's talk about this. You know, Jordan's yep. really, really good at explaining things. She is. Um, they probably like will too. go to her. But if they happen to come to me, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but also, you're not going to be like the clueless, dumb, like Homer dad who's like, well, what's this new boy? It's like, no, you're going to be, you're going to know who they're going to school with. You're going to see and know like, oh, I'm in, you know, or- orchestra with something. And you're going to hear about Chaz or somebody who plays the oboe. Your daughter's going to fall in love with a guy named Chaz who plays the oboe. It better not be Chaz. <laughs> yeah. He's a woodwind kind of guy. You know? Yeah, he's a woodwind. <laughs> his reeds, his reeds are all working. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> that's so funny. But it's like a lot of those things you guys are going to be ahead of. And there will be weird conversations, I'm sure, for both of us to have. But out of the blue like nowhere like oh my gosh like because they're going to hit a certain age where they're going to just hear it from the friends or hear it from school or yep see it in a book at school or see it online and those are all gonna happen so it's not like oh we're gonna protect them from that we're going to have them be what are we going to have them be justin competent competent yeah yeah talk to them about it you Praise God, it. baby. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, as long as we can come back and when we have all these ridiculous conversations and things that come up, as long as I can come here and, you know, dump them on the Love Dad podcast, it'll be just fine. Yeah. It'll be just fine. It will be just fine. I cannot wait. And we're wrapping up here with this. Can't wait for my five-year-old brooks because he'll be the one to do it to run around and point at other moms at the park and be like yo got a taco (laughs) i just know it's gonna happen yeah Uh, yeah dude 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 has uh no filter which i love about him filter the other day i snuck him his own piece of candy bar because he came in and he was being really cute so like all right come with me don't tell your brothers don't tell your mom Five minutes later, he runs out. He's like, Mom, Dad gave me a piece of candy bar. <laughs> You're like, snitch. Like, Snitches you, get stitches, bro. don't understand. He... <laughs> now this can't happen. Because now both of your brothers are lining up for chocolate. Don't you see what you've done? Uh, <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening to Love Dad Podcast. If you have uh, thoughts, questions, hot takes, which we haven't done in a little while, but we'll have one for the wives uh, after the next anniversary trip. Got to have a good one. We got to think about one. Um, you can email us at lovedadpod at gmail.com. Freddie, say the email address. At lovedadpod at gmail.com. There it is. I'm going to just yeah. make you say it a few times after this last <laughs> week. And uh, Instagram's there. And uh, welcome to do that. Or follow, subscribe, review, whatever the things are. I'm Smash sure. that like button. I'm sure it's number great. one. Fastest growing podcast on the internet, hosted by a guy named Freddie and Justin. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Uh, at Love Dead Pod is that is that Instagram, and um, yeah, fun to be back. Thanks, brother, for the for the long convo. 
dude so much fun love you buddy love you too alright laters Brooksy boy I man I have had so much fun with you this summer this is summer of 2023 you have grown up so much and are just so fun to watch play a huge part of my joy just comes from watching you play watching your energy just run around the house and the yard and you're just enjoying every single second of every moment wherever you're at (laughs) one of the best parts and most fun things to watch is you just creating moments scenarios and games in your head and then letting everyone else know around you what's going on you're really into sonic the hedgehog right now because obviously he's the best and you just make up these moments and scenarios and then you look at me and you call me dr egghead and you call your brother knuckles and your other brockle ta- other brother tails and you're just making up this whole scenario and it's so fun to watch and be a part of it has been a joy to see you just kind of flourish into that creativity and imagination over these past few months brooksy you are my son of providence and i'm so thankful god gave me you love that.